Hi, I'm Rena. I'm Jamie. And you're listening to For the Love of Talk podcast. Are you ready to talk? Let's dive in. All right. So, Molly, we couldn't go without talking to you. So we had to bring you into the fray. And I actually had to have, I think, a little bit of a conversation with you because I don't think it's fair. And of course, you do know that this now means that I have to talk to Kelly. Um, not that I don't love you, Kelly. It so is you just got to run through every sibling that you have. And as I understand it, you have many siblings. There are many of us. So you're going to have to run through every single one. But she's really cool because she laid our track. She did lay our track. She I know. Does. And then we're going to have to do your sister, too. She didn't lay our track. She didn't lay our track. No, no, she did not lay our track. So she was the inspiration. Yeah, no. So Molly, you know, you're you're inspirational. I think to everybody who wants to live vicariously through you because you just mic dropped and left a traditional job in finance, working at a huge company doing really cool things. And you were like, so yeah, um, I like DJing and I'm really good at it. So I'm going to pack my bags and I'm going to move to Ibiza and I'm or just going to, as they say, what is the right way to say it, Molly? Apparently it's Ibiza. Ibiza. <laughs> yeah. So she moved there and then moved to Germany where she currently resides and she's doing so many cool things, including laying our tracks. But Molly, what are you doing now? What are you up to? Oh, man. What a tall question. Let's see. Well, actually, I'm doing quite a few things. I just finished an album. Cool. So first album. Ooh. Yeah, very Plug exciting. It. What is it called? Yeah, what's the album called? Actually, it's called Disciples of Dystopia, which is a little bit like... That's a mouthful. Yeah, it's a little like off-key for what I normally make, but it's also... Maybe more introspective, a bit more serious. Than it's I also an alliteration. I don't even yeah. know how I feel about that because I am always <laughs> making you try to make booty bass tracks because yeah. I love that music. And somehow that's not what you make. Wait, yeah. so were you love a bit of hip hop. Were you inspired by Radiohead's Paranoid Android? I mean, I wish I could say yes. That sounds very cool. It's but, a really good song. But no. <laughs> <laughs> so what inspired you? Oh, wait, let's go back. I don't want to totally interrupt because I am curious and you you need to talk about what you're doing other than dropping your album. Yeah. So well, that- apart from that, uh, yeah, I mean, we've been in the middle of a pandemic. So I think everybody's had to sort of switch gears and figure out what lies ahead and you know which sort of detour (laughs) which sort of detour you can take to sort of like get by and yeah um so I got back into finance but I have to say you're a smart DJ (laughs) 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 I think the funny thing is like a lot of people in music actually have you know a side hustle and especially if you live in the states because I don't think it's really financially possible to do both but uh, in Germany, you can. And that's the beauty of living in Berlin. So that's why I've been there for a really long time. Yeah, I've been there for a few years, years now. I mean, Berlin it's, is a cool city. I've never yeah. been. I need Berlin to go visit. I, I need to yeah. visit. It's a cool city. It's super cool. Um, Munich. Munich. Munich is one of my favorites. But oh, Berlin's wow. cool. Yeah, cool. it is cool. Uh, Berlin is a, a bit more artsy, I would say. A darker city. Yeah, it's like, it's like, it's super artsy. Yeah, definitely darker. 
<laughs> a little bit. Yeah, I could go deep into that, but it's sure. probably not podcast appropriate. We'll Bre- see. I don't know if you've heard the stories about Bergen and, you know, all of those crazy clubs, but yeah, it's a wild place where you can let your inhibitions run free. Oh, <laughs> not saying that's, that's like, what I do. I I'm a like bit more serious. sounds like a visit, Jamie. <laughs> it sounds exactly like a, a show on Netflix right now, Sex Life. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I mean, yeah, maybe. <laughs> <laughs> Plug to Sex Life. Anything goes. It's wild. It's a racy city. But yeah, I mean, I have to say like, yeah, I got back into finance, but it's definitely not the boring finance. Um, No, you're doing cool things. Yeah, 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 definitely. Like before I actually took the leap, so to speak, and got into music full time, I was working for Atlantic and Warner Records, Warner Music, and working in finance for them. So I'm a senior financial analyst. Um, And then during the pandemic, I switched gears, stayed with Warner. I mean, now it's a totally separate company, but working on the film side. So yeah, that's super, super exciting. Not And not super cool. Yeah. <laughs> You're a total adult. I mean, by the way, so yeah. you had to like come back and do some adulting and yeah. work like us boring <laughs> stiffs in a more traditional job. But the cool thing is yeah. they actually really support you doing your music, which yeah. is even cooler. I mean, because how cool is that to have an employer where you can do the traditional things and mm-hmm. earn a good living and make an impact and then do what you're passionate about, which is really cool. So are the clubs open now or are they still closed? Kind of, yeah. I mean, they're coming back slowly but surely. It's really weird. It's like, yeah, some cities are opening and then and then they're sort of like reeling back. They're just trying to sort of play it by ear and see how cases are going. But like for Berlin, for example, um, we finally are allowed to dance in dance clubs, which is ironic, right? There's no social distancing anymore. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I'm sure there's probably distancing, but like there's Are a lot there of outdoor events. You can hand have Hand sanitizing club. stations in the club? <laughs> yeah, you get a little bit of that. A little sign six feet apart here and a six feet apart there. It's like back in high school, mask. you've got a meter stick. Like you've got this. someone traveling around with That's a meter right. stick. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Hands where we can see them. Yeah, basically. <laughs> Don't touch me. Don't touch me. Stay away, stay away. <laughs> I do that anyway, pandemic or not. I know. I <laughs> Take it away you. from me. <laughs> I, I hear you. I hear you. I do. I, I, I do. I feel you. Yeah, yeah. There, there's a thing. I think it's genetic in our family where we're kind of like we're very social, but yet we are totally at peace being like hermit crabs. Yeah. I mean, it's very weird. We're like, I'm totally down to be in my house. I love people. I like hanging out with people. But if I never leave my house again, I'm totally cool with that too. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I definitely agree. I'm definitely the same kind of person. I'm, I'm it's a genetic. homebody. I love it. I love sitting I there watching movies, doing nada, having know, a nice right? bottle of wine. <laughs> and you're chilling. like, I haven't left my house in 10 days. And that's okay. And that, I probably that should maybe. <laughs> I probably should maybe. But I'm okay People with the fact that I have looking it. for me. I don't know. Right. I know. But then they just come to my house. Right. <laughs> that's where I am. On the couch. <laughs> right. Watching Netflix. Uh-huh. Shout out to Netflix. Uh, right, right. Basically smelling like I've been at home for 10 days. I know, right? There's nothing wrong with that. Actually, I mean, for me personally, I need me a shower. So that for me is a no, a hard no, a hard no. But I, I can get behind, you know, the no makeup for the day, not doing my hair, wearing sweats. I mean, I literally, I had to buy new sweats. I was like, what is this? I can play lawyer in sweats? What? With the oh, jacket on top? I mean, it was amazing. And, and your Izzy Beauty mascara on your I mean, eyes. really, yeah, I know. Out, it's shout like, out to Izzy Beauty. Right, That's shout right. out to Izzy Beauty. It's like business on the top, party on the bottom. 
the, the, the true, true mullet, I guess, or it the new is, mullet. It is the mullet 2.0, which, by the way, have you seen that in the clubs? Because, P.S., when I was in California a few weeks ago, there was some dude walking down the street, and he legit straight up had a mullet. And I actually Wait, a mullet 2.0 or a mullet? A mullet 2.0, and I actually have a really funny mullet story. So back in the day, this is back in the 90s, I had this crazy, crazy trip to Las Vegas, and I was out there and legit, one of the people walked in the room, totally rocking a mullet. And my friend was like, oh my God, it's a Schwelbe. I was like, a Schwelbe? What the hell is a Schwelbe? And he goes, short front, long back. Bye. And I was like, what? And so he and I literally had this thing where he would call me and he'd go, Shelby, short front, long back. Bye. And literally that was our thing. And I was like, okay, cool. He's alive. I mean, we're doing the Shelby thing. So by the way, I actually think I should do that. You know who it is? Who? Yoav. No way. The yo. Yeah. No, Uncle Yo-Yo. And uh, if I did that now, he'd probably die. He'd be like, oh, my God. I'm, like, reliving our 90s. Which, by the way, I actually think. back in style. I think it's come back. The camp trend. Can we please talk about the camp trend? Crop tops and scrunchies. Well, and the camp trend. And the fact that I didn't send you this article today, but there's an article out there about $400 freaking camp bracelets. Can we just go to Michael's? Buy some beads and make ourselves some bracelets. Oh, like friendship bracelets? Balenciaga right. is selling a bracelet for like, I don't know, 400 plus dollars. Oh my God. I will totally make some and sell them for $200. Camps bracelets. I'm trying to boss up and make some bracelets. Boss I know, up. right? Let's make it happen. Listen. We should take our children's charm necklaces and start rocking those and put those on the market. Right. Because those would probably thank sell. you for earning your camp charms. I'm going to turn them into bracelets and sell them. I mean, for we're being money. entrepreneurial. Here. I mean, right? Hang yeah. on, curveball. Have your kids sell them at a lemonade stand. Ooh. Oh, Pretty so brilliant. by the by, we're gonna say no to a kid. Incidentally, selling I will tell you, Jude at one point asked to have an art stand. And I actually happen to like his art. It is on our wall. I mean, not just because it's an obligatory parent thing to do, you know, Rena. You gotta, you gotta hang the I kids' do, stuff. But- you know, but I was like, I actually kind of want to encourage that. That's a cool thing, you know, because I don't want to kind of box him in and say, you, you know, you got to do this, you got to do that. But I will tell you, when you ask him right now what he wants to do for a living, he says, "I want to be a YouTuber," and okay. it's kind of funny because there's a part of me that's like. Okay. Yeah, I you can, can do see that. that. Now, on the other hand, my son wants to be a basketball player. I have said, I sweetheart, do. you can play intramural. Well, listen, that's, you know, kind of like, that's, that's you know, a compromise. Yeah, but what about like Muggsy Bogues, you know? Sky's the limit. You could do whatever you want. I think so. Sure. You could be like the exception to the rule. You I don't know how tall is. I mean, you know. are kind of the exception to the rule, Molly. Yeah. Yeah. I think so. I mean, listen, you know what's funny is, so Molly's six, so it took, it took six children to get one that was like, you know what? Wild. Yeah, I'm just going to do what I want to do, and you're not going to tell me. See, I kind of paved the way for you because uh-huh. I did what I wanted to do and nobody could tell me and I thought I was very mature for my age and made really good decisions although I do question some of them now at this point but at the time they totally made sense and I really was like proud of myself and there were a lot of decisions I made I'm like I could get behind that that's a good one you know so I helped you in a sense but you know by the time so by the way what she's trying to say to you give me some credit say thank you right right so you're welcome 
Oh, you're welcome. Thank, thank you. you. Thank yeah, you. no, thank you're you. welcome. You took the words right out of my mouth. Yeah, it's right. so funny because I was just about to say that. Right. No, I'm sure you were totally going to say that. No, but so you are doing lots of cool things and you're putting together deals, which is awesome. But I, you know, what was it that made you just say, you know what? I'm going to do what I want to do, not just necessarily when you go out on the weekends and that kind of stuff, but like for real, I'm just going to pack my shit up and I'm going to move to another country where, by the way, I don't speak the language. But that's OK, because I play some I play some good music. I mean, what was it that made you just say, I'm doing yeah. it? Yeah, for real, for real. This has been like a passion and a love affair for me since I was, I don't know, like as DJ balls. Yeah, I mean, even before I could DJ, I remember walking into a nightclub at like Concord. (laughs) You remember that place? I love the Concord. It was such a trashy nightclub, but I felt like a sense of weird belonging, like that's where I was supposed to be. It's my jam. Yeah, and it's like I tried every single kind of like instrument for like a week because I just couldn't, I didn't have the attention span to actually learn an instrument. And it was, yeah, it's just a love affair throughout the years. Like, you know, I, actually Sean brought home gear because he wanted to have like a DJ business in high school. So he was DJing like all of like the graduation parties. And I sat down in the basement and I, I remember mixing for like five hours and just feeling like time had stopped, you know, Mm -hmm. and that, that was crazy for me. And I was just like, okay, I I absolutely have to stick with this. And I did, you know, I I packed up like after college, uh, I moved to Ibiza. I sold all of my belongings, which wasn't like that much, but. (laughs) Yeah, <laughs> whatever you had well in fairness you were living in new york at the time so you know <laughs> yeah. how much could you really have in a new york apartment i mean if right? you're a hoarder yeah no no, no. this no. is actually before this is actually before new york because and this is the irony of it all like i was living in columbus there's nothing going on in ohio i mean with love at like, the time yeah at the time there was time now it's in vogue i mean now right it's, it's listen, the hot spot youngstown youngstown yeah Y-town. Yo. white tizzle yeah <laughs> Uh, yeah, well, you know, I, I, yeah, I was living in Ohio and that's, yeah, well, that's another story, but basically, basically for another day, for another day, Molly interview 2.0. Yeah. Yeah. There'll be follow-ups. Um, basically, yeah, I moved to Ibiza and I did a season there and that was very eye-opening for me, but I fell in love with Europe and I sort of made a pact with myself someday I'm going to return here. And I did. So that's actually where I live now. I mean, I live in Berlin. I don't live in Ibiza, but that would be crazy. That would be crazy. <laughs> that would be totally crazy. Also kind of amazing. Yeah. But it's like, yeah, I basically, I committed myself to producing music and, you know, just becoming more serious about my craft. And, you know, I started having more opportunities, signing records and then being invited overseas to tour And as a result of that, I just had like so many epiphanies where I was performing, just saying like, oh my God, this is insane. This is absolutely what I want to be doing. And it's weird that I have to go back to the office tomorrow. Like, this is weird, you know, and am I, should I be doing that? I don't know. I mean, but you do it and that's, what's amazing. I mean, so I definitely want to come back and revisit this and we are totally going to have a full on conversation with you. So we love you and thank you for joining us. Shout out to Molly. Shout out to your new album. Love you. Thanks for listening to For the Love of Talk podcast. If you like what you heard on this episode, we would love it. Love it. (laughs) If you could leave a rating and review. 
and share this episode with a friend. Definitely share. This is how we connect with more peeps just like you. And we'll see you next week for an all new episode. Till next time.